Hello and welcome to LDS Faith. Let's talk faith with Josh Hawes. Welcome to this episode of my podcast. Um, thank you for everyone for your support on the first episode. Um, got a lot of positive feedback, and that was that was great. I I really appreciate it. Um, so going into this evening, um, I had a game plan. I was going to talk about. Um, I was going to go in a different way. I was going to go another route, but talking to a relative of mine kind of gave me a different direction on how I wanted to go. Um, and what I wanted to talk about tonight, um, I can pick back up, um, after we go through the basics, um, of the, um, basic principles of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, and that's more of like the history of the church and, um, a little bit more about the prophet Joseph Smith. Um, and we can get into that at a a later point, um, as this, uh, podcast progresses. Um, but tonight I wanted to talk about our heavenly father. Um, because like a, like, uh, earthly father, we have a heavenly father. Um, so I want you to think to yourself, um, what are some things that testify to you that there is a God, a a higher being? Um, now, if you are listening and you're a member of the church, I'm going to be using some scriptures from the Book of Mormon that you may have with you that you can follow along with. Um, and I'm also going to be referring back to um, the Bible as well, because in the LDS church, we... Um, use the Bible as well as we do the Book of Mormon, like I stated um, in the Articles of Faith in my last podcast we believe in the Bible as far as it is translated correctly and we believe with all the different types of translations that are of this world um, as far as like the New World Translation which is modern language I think the um, uh, I think the Jehovah's Witnesses uses that one um, we, we believe that the King James version of the Bible is the most accurate and the one that has been translated the less. Um, so we use the King James version. Um, and to go along with that as a partner, we use the Book of Mormon because we believe that there were prophets and apostles, um, here on the American continent at the um, same time that Christ was alive on earth and as we read in the Bible those are prophets and apostles dealing with Christ teaching and Christ teaching them Um, and that's how we got the Bible but where are all the records and the teachings of the people here in the ancient America and that's you know that's where we get the Book of Mormon um, and we call that the the fullness of the gospel um, but anyway, we're going to be diving into about our Heavenly Father or God. Um, in the Book of Mormon, um, a prophet named Alma wrote, All things denote that there is a God, yea, even the earth and all things that are, that are upon the face of it. 
yay it is motion yay and also the planets which move in their regular form do witness that there is a supreme creator and if you have a book of mormon um, and you want to follow along that's in alma 30 uh, chapter 30 verse 44 um, and as of now i don't know if you can tell it's, i'm outside it's pretty windy um, and I'm actually looking out in the, out in the sky, and I can t- I can tell you that we have an idea of what Alma meant. Um, there are millions of stars and planets, all in perfect order. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, the moon is a certain distance away from the Earth. If it was any closer, you know, stuff would happen. If it was further away, stuff would happen. Same thing with the sun. We're a perfect distance from the sun. Any further than we as humans would be cold any closer to the sun we would burn up and probably die Um, so everything is in perfect working order Um, we can see that the work of God in the heavens and earth Uh, many beautiful plants many kinds of animals Uh, I don't know if you heard earlier my dog was shook and his collar made noise and I have you know my dog Uh, many kinds of animals the mountains the rivers the clouds that bring us rain and snow all these testify that there is a God. Um, the prophets have taught us that God is an almighty ruler um, of the universe. God dwells in heaven. He, you know, I, you know, he dwells in all things. He is, he is everywhere. He has created everything. Uh, through his son Jesus Christ he created the heavens and the earth Um, he made the moon the stars and the sun he organized this world and gave it form motion and life he filled the air and the water with living things Um, he covered the hills and plains with all kinds of animal life he gave us uh, day and night summer and winter seed time and harvest he made man in his own image Uh, to be a ruler over his creation so if we go to Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and 27 in the Old Testament it says and God said let us make man in our own image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creepy thing that creepeth upon the earth so God created him man in his own image in the image of god created he him male and female created he them Um, god is the supreme and absolute being in whom we believe um, and whom we worship we worship our heavenly father through jesus christ Um, he is the great parent of the universe and he looks upon the whole of the human family with fatherly care and uh, parental guard. Um, So next question. What are some of God's attributes? Because we are made in His image, we know that our bodies are like His body. His eternal spirit is housed in a tangible body um, of flesh and bones. God's body, however, is perfect. It is glorified beyond description. Something that I can't fathom to, you know, I I can't. I can't picture 
a glorified body. Um, I try and picture my body as perfect, and it is nowhere, <laughs> nowhere near perfect. I mean, um, I'm a little bit. I'm not overweight, but you know, I would like to lose some pounds. You know, I'm losing my hair; it's getting pretty thin. I have scars all over my body, um, so it's hard. It's hard to picture a perfect and glorified body. Um, God is perfect. Something that I am far from. I like to be. But I am far from it. He is perfect. He is a God. He, he is a God of righteousness with attributes such as love, mercy, charity, truth, power, faith, knowledge, and judgment. He has all power. He knows all things. And he is of good and he is full of goodness. All good things came from God. Everything he does is to help his children become like him. He said, Behold, this is my work and my glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. So why is it important for us to understand the nature of God? How can we come to know God? Knowing God is so important that the Savior said, This is life eternal. So in John 17, 3, it says, This is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. The first greatest commandment is thou shalt love thy Lord thy God with all thy heart. And that's found in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. The more we know God, the more we love him and keep his commandments. Um, John, 1 John chapter 2, 3 through 5 says, And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that saith I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know that we are in him. So we can know God if we will, one, believe that he exists and that he loves us. Two, study the scriptures. And we go to Timothy. In the New Testament, Timothy chapter 3. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast knowest the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Jesus Christ. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for con uh, correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the that the man of God may be may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So this is going back to. We, why we believe in the Book of Mormon. All scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. Um, number three, pray to him, James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. And number four, obey all his commandments as best as we can. And if we go to John chapter 14, 21, verse 22, 23 in the New Testament, he that hath my commandments and keepeth them, if he is not, if he, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Judah saith unto him, Not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us, and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, if, if a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make 
our abode with him. As we do these things, we will come to know God and eventually have eternal life. So I want you to t take in what I've just read, what, what, what we've gone over, um, and ponder what you can draw near to God, how you can draw near unto God. Um, think about ways that you can draw closer to your Heavenly Father, either be praying more, um, obeying His commandments, um, maybe studying the scriptures, have time to uh, study your scriptures. I don't know. Read the read the New Testament. Um, read the read, read the Old Testament. Um, I don't know. There, I know there's some people that struggle with these things. I struggle with these things, and I know that's something that I need to personally work on. Um, one thing that brings me and my spouse closer together is that we pray together. We will read the scriptures together, and after we read the scriptures, we'll pray about what we have read. Um, and that brings us closer together. Um, some some additional um, scriptures I kind of wanted to share. Um, John fourteen six through nine talks about how the Son and Father are alike. So Jesus and um, His Father, which is our Father, our Heavenly Father, are very similar. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So we go through the Savior, kind of going back to what I was talking about, how we worship Heavenly Father or God through Jesus Christ. So the way I structure my prayer um, is I address Heavenly Father. So kind of like a letter, Dear Heavenly Father, um, I talk about things that have happened in my day, things that I need help with or that I struggle with. Um, maybe some certain blessings to get through the day and then um you know maybe ask for protection like going to work or ask him to watch over your family um and then i close in the name of jesus christ um if he had known me uh, you should have known my father also and also from henceforth ye know him and have seen him philip saith unto him lord she was the father and it suffice, suffice, sufficeth us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He hath, he that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, shewest us the Father? Um, I like I like the scripture where it talks about how um, he that see, seen me hath seen the Father. Um, a while back, uh, you'll you'll see you'll see this painting of the savior um around the churches worldwide if you ever go to different churches to look um and to go to like a go to a meeting or a service we have a picture of the savior and it looks like a self-portrait um he's wearing a red robe uh or he's wearing like a white robe with a red robe over it and this was done by a um, artist that was chosen by the prophet of the church and uh, he prayed and prayed and prayed about how he should paint the savior because um, what great opportunity would that be to paint a picture of our savior um, so he did one one painting took it to took it to the prophet and they said no try again did it a second time he fasted and he prayed 
um, and brought it to the brethren and he said no try again took it a third time and at this time he had a good feeling that he did something beautiful something great so he took it to a meeting where there was going to be youth and kids and to show off this painting and um at the unveiling of this picture this this teenager i want to say she was 13 came up to the painting and just dropped and started crying and crying and crying um and people asked her why are you crying at this picture and she said this is the man that stood beside me as I watched my mother die in the car accident that we were in and um to me that's very powerful because that tells me that the artist got the picture of the savior just perfect just right we also only have one picture throughout our church of of the savior um you ask well if you worship god then why don't you have a picture of god but here in john it talks about um he that seen me has seen the father we believe that God the Father and Jesus Christ look so much alike that if we have a picture of the Savior, then we are looking at our um, Heavenly Father at the same time. Um, it's just, it's powerful. It, to me, that brings warmness to my heart. Um, but that's that's what I have for, for y'all this evening. Um... Again, I want to say thanks to everybody that enjoyed the last one. Hopefully, that continues to grow as I get into more um, more teachings about what what we believe. Uh, tomorrow we will be talking about you know we have a Father in Heaven. Um, to what we talked more, what we went over um, today. Um, tomorrow will be on our heavenly family um yes you have a heavenly family like you have a family here on earth you have a family in heaven and we'll get more in detail on that so i want to say thanks and hope you guys enjoy your day